Welcome to First Focus, a podcast here at First Pres Columbia, where we highlight various events and ministries around the church. I'm Scott Hull, a member of First Pres and one of your hosts. And I'm your other host, Josh Adair, pastoral intern of Biblical Counseling. Josh, what do we have on the show this week? This week, we will be talking with Josh Squires, who is Associate Minister of Counseling and Congregational Care here at the church and the previous host of First Focus. Yeah, we're starting First Focus up again after a brief hiatus, and Josh is handing over hosting duties to the both of us. So we're going to talk to him a little bit about how First Focus was started and what listeners can expect from the show going forward. If you have questions about the show or any ministry at the church, do not hesitate to contact us. You can find all of our contact info on our website, which is firstpresscolumbia.org. That's firstpresscolumbia.org or on our app. Let's get to the conversation. You might be wondering, hey, where's Josh Squires? We're used to hearing his uh, dulcet tones on this podcast. And well, I am right here. <laughs> here Dulcet he is, the man himself. Josh is handing over the reins to Josh Adair. And Scott Hole. Yes. We're interviewing Josh to just learn a little bit more about First Focus, because it is something that Josh started. What is it, and why do we have it? So the entire idea of a podcast actually came with me from Jackson. A number of us uh, at First Pres Jackson, especially the interns. I was an intern like Josh is now. I was an intern for three years at First Jackson, had been talking about different ways that we could be additive to the ministry of First Press. What did we bring to the table that wasn't already being done? Uh, We were younger, as interns tend to be, and so therefore we had a bit of our finger on the pulse of more digital media like these podcasts. So we began to talk about it. We never did anything at First Jackson, but the idea of doing a podcast continued to resonate with me. And the reason was that it was audio content on demand. People could listen to it whenever they wanted to. It could be 6 a.m., 6 p.m. It could be 10 p.m. after kids are asleep, and people could listen to something and connect with their ministers, their church, whatever information we wanted to give them. Secondly, as someone who does counseling ministry, some of the content of what I would like to put in front of our members is hard to do in a classroom format. You don't necessarily want to get in front of your 30 closest friends and talk about anxiety and depression and and some of those things. So in a podcast format, I could talk more directly and more in depth and allow people to listen to it anonymously, confidentially, without feeling like they were exposing themselves too much to the people around. And sometimes rather than needing to go and talk to somebody, you just need the information. Uh, So It also acts as a resource library for people as they can go back and they can look at it five years from now, four years from now, whatever. So it first started, 1A was our first podcast, and our first podcast was more theologically and philosophically focused. It was longer. It tended to be 20 to 30 minutes long rather than the uh, 10 minutes or so that first focus became to be. And then that one ran for about a year and a half, two years. But what we found was that it was difficult to get all the people we needed, especially Derek and I together. Derek's schedule so much more restrictive than mine, but even mine by that point had begun to be restrictive. And so getting of us both together to podcast was difficult. So I decided to take on something that I thought might be helpful that I could do primarily on my own, which became First Focus. Now, the reason for First Focus, as it was initially conceived, was to distribute information into people's hands that they needed and uh, that they weren't going to get in, say, pulpit announcements. 
we only have a certain amount of time to do pulpit announcements, and those pulpit announcements were beginning to run pretty long. And yet, even with the length of the pulpit announcements getting longer, people still didn't feel like they were plugged in, like they knew everything that was going on. And so the concept was if we could rotate people in from different ministries that either go on here or that we support, we could begin to get more distributed information out there about what programs people are doing, when they're doing, how do you get involved in it. There are pockets that some people know about, but that other members have no idea that something is going on. And so this is just one more way. Sometimes we talk about the church being your city, the Sunday school being your neighborhood. And I wanted to act this to act as sort of a street sign, you know, pointing you to different places inside that city that you might actually want to go visit at some point. Um, so that was the initial vision for First Focus and why podcasts in general. And speaking as a member of First Pres, that's definitely something that I feel is a resource that I could use because, again, this church is so large that I can spend a lot of time in one area but miss out completely on what's going on somewhere else. So let me ask you, it's hard for me not to be the interviewer in the midst of something <laughs> like this, though. becomes the interviewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I'm, I'm loosening the reins, but just in baby steps. Uh, so as listeners here, that was the original kind of view for this podcast. As you guys begin to take over, what's your view for where this podcast will go, what it will focus on, how it will be additive to the lives of the members of this church? You know, I think something very, very similar to what you've mentioned, Josh, is, has been both the heart of Scott and I, as we've talked about, attempting to relaunch this podcast. And uh, that's really to to be a place where people can really learn more about our church on First Focus. Um, you know, it's one thing to say you're a member of a 3,000-member church that's got the prestige of the amazing pulpit ministry that we've had for as long as we've had it and so many of the different ministries that we've also had spawned from our church. But it's another thing to actually have a, a means and a way to actually know where can you get plugged in and what are the different ministries going on? Oh, who runs those ministries? Who are the staff? Who, what are the events that are happening? Because really, if, if you go to this church on Sunday mornings and you go to a Sunday school class, uh, I mean, my wife, Samantha, and I have been here for, th- this is our fourth year here now. When we were initially coming to the church, one of the mentors that I had in in college who said, hey, go to First Pres, it's amazing, said with the warning of coming here, he said, it will take you about a year to get plugged in. That's not to say that that's normative in any means or any sense of the word, but but it's just such a large body of believers, and there's so much that goes on, and there's so much that's happening that it's really difficult to feel like you can take a bite out of it and to plug in, find a personal area of ministry, and get to know a set of people here. Mm. You know, and one of the things that makes that more difficult is we're a distributed campus, too. So mm-hmm. the only place in which we all come together as active members is the sanctuary. But even there, you've got two really separate churches, as as Derek often refers to it. You've got your 830 and your 1115. Mm-hmm. And then the one time that we have the most people on campus is the Sunday school hour. But you'll get some people coming here, which is where we're at now is Palmer, people going over to the bridge, people going over to the Sunday school building, which is Thornwell. Mm-hmm. And and so you're going to all these different areas. It's hard to centralize information for our congregants so that they're no, they know about all the different ministries. And, and I think this is really effective for helping to centralize some of that. Yeah, but I think even on top of that as well, another uh, motivation that Scott and I have is that 
we would love to make this part of telling the story of our congregation, mm-hmm. uh, that, that the, the faith of God's people would be edified as they hear of his work in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And so whether it's, whether it's you know, thinking about members of our church who aren't able to attend worship, you know, I think of Dr. George Hallman who calls is it every member of our congregation on their birthday and wishes them happy birthday. Yeah, absolutely amazing. He's got an amazing story, and people would want to hear that and hear how God's worked in his life. And we'd love to take members like that, uh, or even just your everyday members, new members, and and hear parts of their story of how God has been at work in their lives and how they ended up here at First Press. What we want to do is preserve that, that mission that you had of informing the church of what's going on, making sure that we're all plugged in, kind of being a magnifying glass for for the church. And at the same time, we want to be able to highlight different members of the church. There's so many people at this church you don't see on a, any given Sunday because they're not up there preaching or, or singing in the choir or performing. They're the people that you don't know about, like mm. um, the people that make this church run. So I'm excited about being able to listen to these people and share their story with the rest of the church. Mm. Josh, do you have any parting words for your loyal listeners of First Focus? Maybe it's to, to ease the blow of having uh, <laughs> two uh, knuckleheads. No. <laughs> uh, I think this is a large upgrade for the listeners of First Focus. I'm excited for the podcast, where it's going. I'm excited about the vision you have to bring the voice and uh, Christian walk of other members as a part of this. I think it will be, as you said, a dare, very encouraging for our members to hear, help them get plugged in to one another. I want to thank the listeners who have been listening regularly for listening and putting up with us as we kind of come on and then come off and then come on and come <laughs> off. You know, we, this is not a professional production, and so it just requires a lot of effort uh, to put this all together and to make sure that it's done with a quality that is equal to what we're used to in this church. So. Thank them for the patience that they've had as as we've done this. And hopefully this will now be the new format that will be stable and they'll be able to get really good information for a long time to come. All right. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. You've been listening to First Focus. For Josh Squires, as well as all of the staff here at First Press Columbia, I'm Josh Adair. And I'm Scott Hall. Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, do not hesitate to contact us. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, God bless.